Hello, everybody. Welcome to Guys Five Movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelicone. You are listening to episode eighty-six of the Spin Chagrin, and last week's category was: Do you smell LLL? What the Rock is cooking? So, Frank, uh, what are you cooking this week? Well, I guess we're gonna we're gonna talk about three movies. Um, two of which star the inspiration for your fucking category, <laughs> um, which is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, and the third one is a movie that I watched because I misinterpreted the description and thought it fit this category, okay. and it absolutely did not. But fuck you, we're gonna talk about it anyway because That's I fine. watched it. Um, and it's actually a pretty crazy movie to talk about, but I'm gonna leave that one for last. So, mm-hmm. okay, we'll do the Rock movies first. Um, I texted you earlier this evening in the midst of finishing my second Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie um, of the chagrin. Um, And I said, I think that he's the master of making movies that nobody wants to see. Mm. Um, And I'll use this movie as an example because it fared very poorly at the American box office. Um, 2018's Skyscraper. Um, Yes. Him and Neb Campbell are the two stars that you would know. Um, directed by a man with the most ludicrous name in the history of time. It's like when you were trying to generate a name for yourself on the Xbox 360 and it would give you some just random mishmash of words. Um, Mr. Rawson Marshall Thurber. Uh-huh. He's, he sounds like he writes for a gazette in the 1870s or something like that. <laughs> yes. Out in the, yes. Out, in the uh, out in the Dakotas. Oh, Rawson. Um, Rawson is, I guess, um, that's a good example. Rawson is the Scorsese to The Rock's um, Leonardo DiCaprio. So, um, <laughs> oh, is he direct a lot of them? Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're tied to the. History. Oh, he did Red Notice. Okay, and Central, Central Intelligence. Intelligence. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Neither of those movies have I've seen and did not care to watch for this podcast. So let's talk about talk about uh-huh. some skyscraper. Um, when we were doing the two B originals for the podcast a few weeks ago, I made the mention that the two B originals feel like the skip from um, Key and Peel for Gremlins Two, where people are just throwing ideas out and no idea is like a wrong idea, like it's in the movie, right? skyscraper is another one of these movies um so the opening of skyscraper is a hostage situation that for some reason is taking place in a remote mountain cabin where the fbi has this man pinned down who has done some undefined crime and they feel that he's super dangerous so uh the rock plays this fbi hostage rescue negotiator whatever him and his team are going into the cabin to take the guy out so even though the guy says if you use violence against me you won't be able to imagine the horrible thing i will do or some ridiculous line okay so of course like they blow open the wall and they go in and the guy's got his kid and the rocks like like they have the chance to shoot the guy and take him out um, but they don't because the rock softens because of the child. Mm. And it turns out that the guy's wearing a suicide vest. Um, and he blows up the entire cabin and you Inclu- find out later, including the including, kid, 
yeah, himself, the child, his family. Jesus. There's another child, the wife. Um, this is paralleled later, so note note this. Okay. They don't actually reference it, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be paralleled. I don't know. Okay. Um, so the whole entire team is taken out. So the rocks and surgery, um, all scarred up and everything. Then cut to like five years later, and Nev Campbell is raising some maybe it's more than five years cut to x amount of years later and nev campbell is like taking care of these two kids in this beautiful apartment and the rock is upstairs putting on his prosthetic leg um so he puts on like the sock and the little like meaty character piece for the rock yeah yeah yeah. um (laughs) you might think that this is a recurring theme in the movie but it only comes up like twice more okay um but anyway it doesn't matter so putting his leg on um getting dressed up and you find out that he has a um he's been given the opportunity to go do safety and security consultation for what is now the world's largest building which is something like a 200 story mega skyscraper in Hong Kong Nakatomi Plaza no well yeah. see you would think uh, this is like four times as big as Nakatomi mm-hmm. Plaza with four okay. times as much action. Okay. That makes like four times less sense. Uh-huh. Uh, um don't don't put the carpet for the horse. Just hold on. So he goes and he interviews and he's like it's it's the most ridiculous interview ever for what's probably one of the most high paying and important jobs in the entire world mm. to like vet the safety of this building so that an insurance company will insure it so it can open for the public mm-hmm. and the rock just goes in and puts up like this powerpoint and he's like fire suppression um something 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 okay to go and they're like you've got the job was he so, hold on was it was he using a common powerpoint template no no no, no, like? no. Oh, it, was, okay. it was it was fancy future powerpoint but okay. it's still i mean if you know powerpoint you know powerpoint when you see it right I mean, it's just a slide with, like, some graphs. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's just saying, it, like, really? Right. He might have used his fingers to project it onto a screen or whatever, but it's still <laughs> just PowerPoint. So then you find out that he got his job through his friend, um, who also was one of the men who survived the explosion. Um, but he got out with just some minor facial scarring. Mm. So the last step of securing this contract to be the safety consultant on this building is to go to the control facility for the building's like um, features or whatever, and do a test, like test all their ability to like you know whatever, like control the processes of the building from afar. And so him and his friend are going to go there, but as his friend is leaving, you see him send a text, and he says just and it says just get him on the boat. Um. So, you know, ominous foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. So they get on this ferry and they're going to um, whatever, this control facility. And when they're getting off the ferry, this ninja um, attacks him and takes his... Oh, so when they're... The thing that he needs is he has this tablet, this like little red, like, I don't know. What, what were the Amazon... Fire pads or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has one of them. And that's like has all the information that controls like the tower from afar. Okay. That's got like the the billionaire owner's like DNA information. So you need that. 
whatever. So MacGuffin. So the ninja attacks him and stabs him in the arm and steals his satchel. And it's like, oh my God. Like the movie's over. You know, because now he can't go he 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 can't go whatever. Right. And his friend is like, oh shit, that sucks. Let's go. Oh, so another plot point is Nev Campbell and the kids were given a special private tour of the panda zoo that happened after hours so they could go pet the pandas in the dark when no one else is around because it's super rich and like that's the kind of sway that this billionaire has okay so nev and the kids are supposed to be at the panda zoo and Dwayne's back at his friend's apartment and then Dwayne's like the friend's like yeah man i, I don't know really really shitty that we didn't get the tat you know we didn't get to go test it and Dwayne's like oh we still can I put the tablet in my pocket. And then his friend's like, you asshole. And then they start to fight. Mm. So it turns out that the friend was supposed to get him away. Simultaneously, Nev Campbell and the kids, the son, because he's got twin kids, he got a daughter and son. The son ate some garbage off the ground and got sick. So they had to come back to the hotel. <laughs> so now Nev and the kids are in the hotel and Dwayne's fighting with his best friend. And his best friend's like, I was never your friend. Your poor decisions caused me to get my my face scarred up. Right. And he's like, I lost my leg. Like you, you came back from it and have a great life. And what do I have? And I'm thinking like, dude, you're like this billionaire's like assistant. Like you must make a ton of money. Sure. In like China where you probably can be like a king. And what do you care? I don't know. Right. So is this, um, Nikki Sabaka was playing this best friend or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it okay, is, it is. all right. It doesn't matter because he dies. Okay. Um, the Rock beats the shit out of him, and then, um, he's dead. What? So, <laughs> yeah, like he beats him to death. Uh, I can't remember how he kills him, but he ends up. Oh, he stabs him. Um, best friend who's trying to stab the Rock, and the Rock twists the knife around. Mm. There's actually there's a really funny part where the best friend gets him in a figure four leg lock <laughs> and pops his fake leg off, and then the rock's like hopping around like trying to fight him. That's a good way. Like that's a good way to break the hold. Different different kitchen utensils. Mm. Um, it's basically a combination of like Starcade '88 with um that episode of The Sopranos with Richie Aprio and uh or not Richie Aprio um what's his name the one that ends up. Tony ends up beaten with the the scrambled oh, eggs. Oh, uh, Joey Payne. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember like the yeah character's yeah. name right now. Jack Ralphie. Aprio. Ralphie. Ralphie Aprio. Right. Yeah. Jackie's the one that dies before, and then Jackie Jr. Yeah. Right. So now there's a bunch of like armed assassins coming to this apartment to get the Rock because the Rock has the tablet. So the Rock puts his leg back on, um, <laughs> and runs away. And then uh-huh. when he goes down the fire escape it i really i'm really tired talking about this movie like this movie is actually a lot more enjoyable to watch than it is for me to talk about because i'm really getting like annoyed <laughs> there's play. some vaguely asian woman and her gang of like street toughs that are after them that obviously work for the bad guys at the same time there's a group of bad guys that are in that break into the hotel through the basement and then go upstairs disguised as telephone repairmen okay um in like fucking 2018 already like 
blowing their cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and they meet up, meet up with Nev Campbell, and she's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" Like, "Oh, we're here to check the phones." And she's like, "I don't remember that being discussed." And it's like, "Idiot, who's discussing anything with you anyway? You're like the wife of the contractor. Like, nobody cares about you, <laughs> right?" But she's suspicious, so of course they're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out later on that she's actually like a highly decorated military field medic. Um, that was one of the people that helped save the rock, and that's how they met each other and fell in love mm-hmm. and had these kids, like okay. after his accident. So, but so it, it explains a lot of like why she has like this secret backstory. Yeah, yeah, like actual like knowledge, but it really is secret backstory that happens like a whole lot later. Mm-hmm. Um, so in any event. The end result is, of course, The Rock realizes that his family is trapped in there and realizes that something suspicious is going on. Um, so what the bad guys were doing is they were planting this chemical agent that would like cause like a fire to spread quickly because for reasons like the ultimate plot of this movie, and I'm just going to skip around a whole bunch now and talk about some ridiculous stuff because, again, super fucking boring. Um... <laughs> The billionaire who was building the building was getting blackmailed by a group of thugs that are led by this guy whose name is like Tyson Botha or something like that. I don't know. His last name is Botha though. Um and they're all like they're all in the the sway of like these evil gangsters. Mm. But they're trying to blackmail the billionaire into something, but I don't remember what, and I don't know if it's ever defined, but they want him to pay them money. So he can open his building, but he's actually a good billionaire and doesn't want to like capitulate to the whims of like these violent toughs. Okay. Um, so anyway, so they laid the fire. Now the building's on fire. There was a shootout with the police that the rock's face got taken a picture of. So now the Hong Kong police department thinks that the rock is like a terrorist. Mm. Um, Will- William Sawyer is his name. Will Sawyer. They say it like 17 million times. <laughs> Um, so the rock gets on a steals a police motorcycle and drives to the hotel and almost gets apprehended but escapes and realizes the only way for him to get into the hotel because the police have it locked down is to climb a, a construction crane next to it and somehow use that to get in. So then there's a scene of the rock like hand over hand, like climbing this crane. Mm. Um, and the police are trying to get him. And there's a police lieutenant who's inside, or captain or whatever, who his intuition tells him that The Rock isn't a bad guy. (laughs) And they're trying to figure out, like, what's going on. And the guy's like, oh, the only thing that could make someone do things like this is his family. Where is this man's family? We don't know where it is. Is this a fat black guy that eats donuts? No, no, no. This is a thin, um, serene, like, Asian man. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no there's there's no fat black people in this movie. <laughs> there's just Asians in the rock okay. and Nev Campbell. Um anyway, so there's a ridiculous scene where he uses the the um crane hook of the crane, like the block and tackle to try and like hook into the building. So he's apparently gonna like slide down on like the crane cables, but then it comes detached. So okay. he literally has to run and jump while being shot at by machine guns because the police are after him still from mm-hmm. the edge of this crane. Like, I swear to God, like 40 feet in the air, like down into the broken window that he made with the block and tackle. And now, like everybody on the street below is like cheering for him for mm. some reason. 
Yeah. Because, like, they're on his side because this feel-good story because his family's in there. <laughs> He's doing it for his family. Yeah, so then it's a combination of, like, Die Hard and the Towering Inferno once he gets inside the building. And there's all kinds of situations and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He's got to go do a bunch of stuff. And they have the fire suppress. Oh, there's a scene where the bad, the evil woman gets the tablet and goes with this, like, sort of reminded me of, um, I don't know if you ever watched that. Every movie anymore has a character that's, like, kind of a sickly looking european who's got like super technical skills yeah. and is somehow like working with this gang of like evil people you mm -hmm. know and like is all yeah. bundled up in like a peacoat <laughs> that, that that guy's in this movie okay and he's going to override the system <laughs> to control the building the tower is called the pearl by the way i forgot that's the mm. skyscraper is the pearl okay um and he's going to do he's going to do that and he's sitting there and he's like, I'm so smart. I'm the only person in the world that could ever unlock that tablet and turn it back to normal. And the woman's like, yeah, not so smart and shoots him in the head. And I was thinking like, right, of course, like, right. You're the, you just gave them all the power in the world. Cause you letting them anyway, stupid. Right. Um, so he dies. Mm. I guess that was supposed to subvert your expectations. Yeah. Too. His, he has no name. He's just called skinny hacker in the credits. Yeah, that's true. They never say anything to him. Um, so the millionaire is betrayed by his financier, and Botha and his team are trying to like catch him. But then stuff happens, and more things explode. Then people are chasing each other, and then The Rock saves Nev Campbell and his son, but can't save his daughter because she's on the other side of like this big like gap so he's he saves nev campbell and the son and they get sent downstairs and freed then he's going to rescue his daughter but then both his men like catch him and the daughter and have him prisoner and it's like reminiscent of you know what happened in the cat right so obviously like he's like all nervous so they finally the end scene is in the penthouse of the the pearl which is this giant sphere, and inside the sphere is a hall of virtual mirrors. <laughs> so, like, mirrors come up, and there's, like, cameras all over, and so you're always, like, looking at yourself in the, you know what I mean? Like, like a real yeah, hall. Yeah, yeah, I, So, so then, th this is the person at the writer's table. It's like, I want a fun house to be in this movie. Yeah, you got it. Right. It's happening here. So they end up, like, all, the, the millionaire, like, kills a couple of them, and the rock kills a couple of them, and then finally both has got the daughter next to, like, a, a like a gaping hole and he's got a grenade and he's like i guess the rock had oh no no because what it is is the chinese billionaire recorded all of the blackmail attempts okay like including like all the bank accounts that both was sending money to which like implicates like 50 of the world's greatest criminals or something okay and he put it on this hard drive that looks like a star trek phaser kind of and that's like the second MacGuffin after the um tablet is that he has all this information and both wants it back and is willing to kill for it and the mm. rock has it and he's like I'm gonna throw it to you but I need you to know one thing first and both is like what and the rock's like I'm actually behind you and then you realize that both is looking at like a video projection of the rock on one of these screens and both turns around and the rock kicks him in the chest and he falls down and he blows up mm. uh, and so then 
slowly everyone's reunited and like you find out that the billionaires like still wants to employ um will sawyer and he wants to rebuild and um will and his family are reunited and the chinese people are all like in thrall of you know of the this, rock yeah this giant one-legged man <laughs> um and that's it that's a uh, skyscraper yeah Dwayne goes over again i actually um I actually didn't mind this movie so much when I was watching it, but now that I talk about it, it's terrible and <laughs> really tiresome. Sure. I mean, it's really like every trope you can think of in, do you take the industrial espionage plus the American in an Asian city? Right. Plus Die Hard, plus the Towering Inferno. Right. You put all those things it's like together. Rush Hour two and twenty four, and yeah, like everything's in it. Yeah. Like, and it all just it all comes to a head in this fucking movie. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, it it sounded like if it was fun to if it wasn't as bad to watch or whatever, like those probably like well paced enough, I guess, to just the, like. So the problem with going. it is the problem with the movie is that. The Rock is genuinely not a bad actor, sure. and he can be pretty engaging, and he's actually one of the better, I think, kinetic, like, practical stunt actors working in Hollywood today, in the mm -hmm. sense that he's athletic enough where he can really do a lot of the things, and he's a good enough, like, pretend fighter that when he's fighting people, it looks realistic. Right. So there's a really good, like energy to rock movies when you watch them mm -hmm. the problem is that they're often so devoid of any kind of like purpose thought or narrative <laughs> that you get lost in the fact that you're not actually watching anything mm -hmm. like this movie mm -hmm. literally could have been 15 minutes long it, seriously the movie ended if the rock doesn't put the fucking thing in his pants and the kid doesn't get sick eating like ground candy Right, like the movie's over, you know. It's just right. oh, what what a shame the tower blew up. But that's the end of it, right? Like there's right. no Will Sawyer climbing the crane. A movie, I, a movie plot hinging on I, ground candy is uh is something. I think that was a reference to to Rampage too. Like when he's climbing up the crane, I think it seriously is like an homage to that Rampage movie mm. that he was in. Tons of yep. homages in this movie. I I don't know. Anyway. So it's over. That's it. <laughs> so then I actually watched the next movie before I watched Skyscraper. Um, I didn't want to do like Dwayne Johnson movies because I was trying to be clever and do movies about food so I could like subvert your expectations. Mm -hmm. But that was a lot of work. And so I just decided to watch Dwayne Johnson movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the first one that I watched is one that I've been putting off watching for a very long time. Uh -oh. um, a movie that I know that you hated, which is 2014's Hercules. Mm. This is another movie that I really don't want to talk a lot about. Because <laughs> right. It's just very mind numbing to like think about this movie and having to describe a lot of the scenes would drive me nuts. But let me say this, like, this movie was made in the prime of the Game of Thrones love affair, right? And this is, like, 
kind of the revitalization of the fantasy genre as being like like true like sword and sorcery fantasy as being a true like money making thing, right? So you have what's now become like the popularization of like Dungeons and Dragons, Game of Thrones was super popular. Like people were into to fantasy. You know, Skyrim sure. was a year removed from being one of the best selling video game debuts like ever and mm-hmm. has come to be like one of the greatest selling video games of all time. So people dig fantasy, you know? Right. The God of War series super popular. So why do you take the Hercules character and drain anything interesting about him to just make him some dude? You know, like they spend the entire movie just making Hercules mm-hmm. number one, it's Heracles because they're in they're in Greece, right? They're in Thrace. They're right. not in Rome Rome. He's Hercules if he's in Rome. He's Heracles in Greece. It's fucking dumb. So you've got this character that they're like misappropriating the name of. And mm-hmm. he's just some guy that tricks people into thinking that he's a demigod because he's got this talented group of people that work with him. And they're all mercenaries and all they care about is making money. So you take, honestly, like the labors of Hercules is some of the more interesting and really like super fitting for the whole episodic nature of you know fantasy television and gaming at the time where you could have him do the labors go let him fight mm-hmm. a hydra go let him you know fight the boar fight the bull fight the lion and they talk about these things but they always they then make them seem like they're just him faking it in order to or it was like they fought a lion but they all killed it together you know mm-hmm. So you find out that I, I don't want to talk about this movie. There's a plot. It's like fucking they they think they're making Hamlet, but all they're making is fucking omelet. And at the end, John Hurt has betrayed everyone. Yes. And Hercules somehow gains like out of nowhere this almost godlike strength where he's able to topple like a several ton statue with just the strength of his anger. And they imply at the end that maybe he is sort of the son of Zeus and that, you know, this spectacular strength is real, but they don't go anywhere with it. Mm -hmm. There's some really, there's some really beautiful scenes in this movie. Um, but there's really boring fights. There's a fight in the middle of the movie. Well, maybe not the middle, maybe like a third of the way through where, um, the king of Thrace has convinced Hercules to lead his army against um Rasus, I think is the name of the dude, like some evil like guy that used to be his friend but is now like a bad guy and um wants to lead them in battle against him and his men. So Hercules tries to train the people of Thrace into learning the they they talk about the fucking shield wall all the time. Like they talk about the shield wall like seven hundred times in this movie. So, number one, that was Sparta, right? That wasn't fucking Thrace. Right. And number two, like, it's never effective. Like, they do it every time, and it never works. Right. So, it completely undercuts the whole idea of the Spartan, like, you know, wall of shields or dome of shields or whatever. Anyway. So, they go and they fight these dudes. They, I swear, it was like somebody had the friggin', um, like, copy tool on, 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 um... What's it called? Um, shit. I just undercut my joke. Hmm. 
Photoshop. They had the copy tool on Photoshop, and there's just like the same dude over and over. But there was like a thousand of them. These bald men with tattoos. Yes, I and do remember this. Yeah. Egyptian swords, the shotels is what they're called. And they had to kill them all. And basically, they just kill them all. Right. And they go back, and Hercules is like, yo, should have let me train him a little better. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Anyway, so at the end, you know, what's his name? Joseph Fiennes is a bad guy, and John Hurt's a bad guy, and Hercules just kills everybody because his family was killed, too, because Dwayne, I guess, can't have a movie where his family's not dead. Um, And Hercules is, like, the best in the end. He's the best at everything. Right. And then they did a thing that I've actually come to hate quite a bit in modern television, which is the ending is a bunch of, like, hyper-stylized slow-motion shots of the characters doing their defining thing like the woman that shoots the bow is shooting a bow yes and the guy that throws the daggers throwing a dagger but it's like they make it like cell shaded and um almost like photo negative against like a a plain background mm-hmm. um i think it's like i i, I think it's stolen from 300 i think that's how the end of 300 is but i can't mm-hmm. remember okay maybe the end of sin city too i think did something similar to that gotcha um so apparently this is an adaptation of a comic book from the early 2000s. Um, I can't remember who was involved in like kind of getting the this comic popularized. So one of the more popular comic book creators of modern. Man, I wish I could remember. There's some controversy about it because they took the guy had written the story and then they took it and they like bastardized it and kind of ruined it. And so like everyone was upset. But um, mm-hmm. I actually find The Rock to be very unengaging in this movie. Um, it's one of the few times that I've watched him where I think that he kind of lacks any sort of personality, because yes. I think in his mind he's acting like classical, <laughs> and to him that means like no emotion. Yep, and a weird like distillation of his accent. Like there's no humanity to the way that he speaks um mm-hmm. you never really feel connected with him and any of the characters even though you're supposed to feel like this budding romance between him and the princess and this fatherly affection between him and the uh, future king this little boy um and like this band of camaraderie with the people with him the only person i really liked in the whole movie was ian mcshane who plays this um sort of like Sybil character, like the soothsayer, uh, who's also a master bow staff user for some reason. He's like Donatello, I guess. I don't know. It's, right. it's, a, it's a really dumb... You, you could have just made this really good fantasy movie and had it be about Hercules, like on his, his labors or whatever, and it would have been fine, you know? Mm-hmm. You could have filled two hours with it, and instead you make this trash that's supposed to be about the subversion of religion and how people use it to their advantage but in reality like it can still inspire people and it just made me bored for two hours and i was really annoyed so that's when i think i had if you remember when i watched that on like a saturday night when we were on zoom i was all like sickly kind of um because i think that might have been like the one time i might have gotten COVID. like i was having the night sweats around that time and everything and um, and I was like sitting there all like kind of just sickly, just so angry. 
watching a fucking movie. You guys were watching something like bad and fun, and I was just watching this bad movie. Um, bad and boring. Awful. Do you remember what we were watching? No, you. I think we were all watching different stuff that night for some reason. Yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. true. But mm-hmm. we, that was also the night that I watched a movie called uh, Trapped. That I tried to get you and Orion to watch from the 80s about like a killer in a like skyscraper type building thing, but um, we didn't. You did not. So there's actually a secret like quarter of a movie here, too. Mm. Um, and only because I fell asleep today watching it because it was also so boring. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> Empire, Empire State, Empire State. Is I'm just guessing this because I really don't remember. Is this another rock movie? There's there's a movie called Empire State with the yeah rock. yeah yeah that's that's it's another rock movie. Okay yeah. Um, so I started watching it because it was described to me in the captions as a gritty crime blah blah blah. Based yeah, on this is the events. one him trying to look like Michael Chiklis on the cover. I think. Uh yeah I. So he's in this movie so little that I fell asleep during it and I only saw him once. So, and I watched probably about 45 minutes of this movie. Um, anyway, it's about these two childhood friends who, um, the one guy, it, it it's actually very similar. I, I'm wondering, honestly, if it isn't based on or if the wire didn't pull some inspiration from the actual true life true life case about this okay. but it's these two friends in the early 80s who um they're poor and they're i guess they're greek descendant they're of greek descent or something um and they get like embroiled in this conspiracy with these criminals and it's about like robbing the one guy is a security guard and he works for um an armored car company and it's kind of told what would it be like in in media race or whatever like jumping back and forth chronologically mm-hmm. um where the rock is this detective who's trying to solve the crime of like who stole 8 million dollars from this armored car company and it it's these two brothers and um you know how they ruin their own lives and whatever blah 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 but i fell asleep because it was so boring right um it was really trying to be mean streets maybe or something similar okay um but i was just real tired in the middle of the day and i just passed out and when i woke up it was over and i was like well shit i'm not going back to this so right um, I didn't enjoy what I saw. I thought it was pretty trite, kind of poorly acted. Um, so yeah, I think it's so, hilarious. You can see that fucking big ass tattoo on his chest, like underneath of his collared shirt on this cover for Empire State, like peeking out. Like, yeah, and he's a New York City detective in like 1980, right? And he has this like fucking yeah, fucking fucking Dwayne. Um, cover that shit up. <clears throat> Well, it's funny because in um in a skyscraper, one of the running jokes is that he uses duct tape to fix a lot of things. 
and he's got the cut on his arm and he's trying to like I don't remember what he's doing but he uses duct tape to like wrap around his shoulder and then down on his arm for some reason I can't remember like what the purpose was okay um but the whole like Samoan like peck and shoulder tattoo is exposed Mm -hmm. and it's just like I mean, it's obviously like I'm just looking at the rock. Like, I, I don't use like the term immersion breaking very much, but if you've watched wrestling in the late nineties, early two thousands, like it's completely immersion breaking to see like that. And cause you know, it's the rock, like it's impossible yeah. to not see right. the rock when you see that shit. I mean, I think it's, I, I rarely can watch the rock and not think I'm watching the rock. Yeah, it's like, true. He's a charming dude. Don't get me wrong. I give I give Dwayne a lot of shit, but it's like he's a charming guy. There are certain roles he can do, and it's fine because because he is the Rock. And but um, yeah, I always see the Rock no matter what. It's like it's like Hercules. That's one of the more frustrating things about watching it is like he's trying to act like you said, however, whatever he thinks he's doing. It's like, but it's just the fucking Rock in a wig. Right, he thinks he's being classical and Greek, and really he's just being boring. Yes, yeah, and nobody wants to see that. Everybody just wants to see the Rock. Right, like that's why movies like Jumanji are are fun because right. it's just him being him. Or even um Jungle Cruise, like Jungle Cruise, is hilarious because there, there's no effort to hide him just being Dwayne Johnson. Right, it's just you know, right, it's an over the top and ridiculous movie, but it's a lot of fun. Sure. All right, so you ready for full full movie number three? This, oh, has okay. nothing, this has nothing to do with Dwayne Johnson. Okay. So full disclosure, I watched this movie because when I read the description, I could have sworn it said a group of cannibals. And I was like, oh, well, that's funny. Like, it'll be about people cooking people. And it'll mm-hmm. be like, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Mm. And it'll be cooking because it'll be cannibals cooking people. Mm. And yet there are no cannibals in this movie because I just can't read, I guess, or... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. They're just, they're just criminals. What, what is there in this movie? They're ba- bandits, I guess. Is oh, okay. All right. Um, so the movie follows a family who, who are um, on the titular Oregon Trail. Oh, I'm sorry. The movie's called Oregon Trail. O-R-G-A-N. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which initially put me off of watching it, but then I read right. the description and it sounded pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this family that are on the Oregon Trail. That are trying to move from the snowy mountains of, of, I guess, Montana, like down into Oregon, I suppose, um, okay. in the winter. So they are camped out on this plane and they're going to hunt for food because they're low on supplies. And they find this woman who is crucified to a plank by arrows stuck through her hand. And Everyone else that's at this camp is like slaughtered. And so they rescue the woman, they bring her back um, and take care of her. And then they stitch up the wounds on her hand. Um, And then at night, the so it's a mother, father, son, and daughter. And at night, while they're asleep, this group of bandits comes and slaughters everybody and kidnaps the daughter because the woman that they saved was in cahoots with them Mm -hmm. um, and led them to them. So you find out that they're kind of this um, just band of outlaws uh, who kind of terrorizes and hunts the area. Um, The daughter ends up escaping um, because by jumping into a frozen river, um, 
uh, there's a whole lot that goes on in this movie. There's like a dynamic where the leader of the bad guys has this girlfriend. That's the woman that was like crucified. That was a punishment for her, like not obeying him or something. Okay. Um. So she's sent to go take the girl back. Um. She finds the girl and she's decides that she's gonna like leave with the girl because she doesn't want to be part of this gang of outlaws. But then, um, there's this really tall, bald guy that's kind of like the enforcer of the gang that gets sent to bring her back. Um, and so he does, then he doesn't realize that the young girl is there. Um, the young girl gets saved by this, um, this rancher who's like a, a black man that was in the, um, civil war on the union side and has now moved West to like create his own home with his wife. Who's pregnant. Um, so it's just a standard, like, I don't know, Western justice movie for like 95% of it. Um, the bald guy who's like the ultimate heel, he ends up, he's a psychopath who ends up killing the leader of the group. Um, and he has the woman tied up and, um, the young girl and the rancher, they come and save him. And there's another young man that's like part of the bandits, but he's like kind of browbeaten by everybody. Um, he was in love with the woman. He ends up getting shot and then he saves the woman and he throws um, the young girls like stealing her horseback. And this is all convoluted. I'm not explaining it very well because I'm tired of talking about this shit. But um, she hits the bald guy in the head with a lantern and he gets like lantern fluid all over him. And then the young kid throws a lit lantern at him and he catches on fire. And for like a 45 second scene, it's actually pretty horrific. He's just burning. Um, and I was really impressed. I was like, oh man, this is a really like great way to end this character. Um, and so he burns up and the whole town burns up and whatever. So the young girl and the rancher and the woman, they escape and they're headed back to the rancher's house. And then you find out, and this is the most ridiculous thing. And this is why this movie is a garbage movie in the end. The bald guy lived through it. So all of his skin is burned off. So he's just like raw muscle and sinew. Okay. Like, like uh, Hellraiser? Like, yeah, like that or like Freddy Krueger kind of mm. is what he actually looks more like Freddy Krueger. Okay. Um, he's not as like cool as the Hellraiser thing. Um, and he tracks them and he gets there before they get there, even though he was like burned to death. And then there's this big fight in the end that's like a Jason Voorhees fight where like everybody's like stabbing him and hitting him with frying pans and he won't go down. Like he just keeps like coming at him and stuff. And finally, the woman who was the bad guy in the beginning, who had like a change of heart, she ends up killing him by he she has an arrow pushed through her and she pulls him down on top of her. And like basically because he's threatening to rape everybody, she basically rapes him like with the arrow. And it's so when it finally kills him. And then the girl is living with the the family and their new daughter or whatever. So are you sure that's not the chagrin movie? I uh, know it. It needs <laughs> it needs to be a skyscraper. Um, okay. The problem with this movie is that it's actually really pretty good for like ninety percent of it. Seriously, it it isn't until like this resurrection out of nowhere, and it's just like for a movie that is really visceral and realistic. I think in a lot of ways, like it's very a very harsh, like realistic look. I think at like frontier life, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
even though it's like stylized a little bit in the dialogue and some of the action, like it's mostly kind of reminded me of the Revenant a little bit in the way it was shot, or maybe like parts of Hateful Eight. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not a it's it's a well crafted movie, and then it just turns into this like over the top horror movie for no reason, and it's it's really off putting and unfortunate, and it just like completely undercuts how decent the rest of the movie was. Hmm. I was expecting something like Bone Tomahawk, honestly, because I thought it was going to be about cannibals because mm. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would never watch it. I like I, I would never watch that movie because of the name. Like I, not once. So a hundred percent I'm on board and that's why I didn't want to watch it either mm-hmm. initially. But then I read the description and I like watched the trailer and I thought, man, this movie actually looks really great. And it it was like really enjoyable for, I don't know, an hour yeah. and thirty minutes, hour and thirty five minutes. I'm looking at stills of it, and it's like a real movie. Yeah, and it's like, how do you have the name Oregon Trail attached to a real fucking movie? Like that's what uh, yeah. you name like the thing that like is made for fifty thousand dollars that ends up on Tubi. Uh, like what? What was the wrestling like horror movie that you watched? Like oh, Wrestle Massacre. Wrestle Massacre. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like it, it feels like it should be something like that to be called Oregon Trail. So here's the thing. Like, am I? I I thought maybe okay, maybe this was like the only way they could get funding for it was to call it this, or maybe they thought they were being they would like get this like clever like retro reaction out of people who were really into. Like Oregon Trail, like us, like when we were, you know, in middle right. school playing Oregon sure. Trail in math class, like mm-hmm. after you got your work done or whatever. Right. I think that they wanted to make the movie the last 10 minutes. I I don't know. I have no idea like where any of that comes from or like why, what, what the thought process was, but it's super off-putting and it honestly makes it not, not worth watching. So that's a shame. Yeah. I was really hoping because I was excited watching it because I was like, oh, that's cool because I'll talk about some bad, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies and then I can come in at the end and be like, but hey, right, here's this movie that's free on Prime mm-hmm. or whatever, right? you know, that's like definitely worth your time, but can't even get that. Nope. Can't get nothing. <laughs> Enjoy a mud bill. So um, to me, it is uh, Skyscraper is my chagrin. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a six. Like during the watch of it, I was thinking 4.5 to five would be my score. Mm-hmm. So even though I didn't think it was like a great movie, I also thought it had some, you know, really entertaining parts. But, um, after watching it, it's definitely pushed in the direction of you probably don't want to watch this movie. Um, because it's just not great. I don't know. It's, it's. Right. It's very tedious, and you've seen everything that happens. Now, I know you're making Skyscraper, the the movie, but, like, what would you rank Hercules, like, as a chagrin? Hercules is a seven, I think, Uh just because I hate. I don't mind. I really do mind. I'm. I'm going to take a stand right here. (laughs) Okay. Let's not go crazy, though, but go ahead. I'm tired of motherfucking Hollywood trying to subvert my expectations. I think it's I think it's the death of movies of modern filmmaking that everyone thinks they have to somehow do the opposite of what you're expecting in a movie, you know, 
for what? Like Marvel movies do this shit all the time, and it drives me nuts. Like, just fucking tell a story, right? Like you've got characters. Two thousand years ago, these people made up these stories, or more, or whatever, and they're good and they're classic, and people understand them. And you've got a guy who could be, you know, a grinning, quippy fucking demigod, you right. know, that looks perfect in the role. Just tell the fucking story of Hercules. It's all you got to do. You don't right. got to do anything else. You know, it's like. It's like one of my least favorite Marvel movies does this too. Like fucking Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. The Mandarin is a great fucking villain, right? Right. Like it's one of the best villains in the MCU mm-hmm. from a comic perspective. Just tell that fucking story. Right. You don't got to subvert my expectations by having it be like, who is that? Like Guy Ritchie or something? I don't even fucking what? remember. Like Ben, ben Kingsley. No, 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 no. The guy oh. who's the real villain. Who Who is that? Oh, is that Guy I Ritchie? It, no. It's somebody that looks like Guy Ritchie. It's some generic fucking twee glasses wearing guy. And the whole like point is that he's mad because Tony Stark like ditched him one time. It's so dumb. It like completely undermines one Guy of Pierce. Greatest... Guy Pierce, whatever. Yeah. That's who I meant. I didn't mean Guy Yeah, Ritchie. yeah. I, okay. Fucking cannibals got me all fucked up. I'll, 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 be, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I don't even remember Guy Pierce in that movie. <laughs> like at right, all. Because I didn't even know who you're talking about. Because it doesn't remember. matter. Right. And that's the whole point is that like sometimes you can just tell a story. Just tell the fucking story. Right. And you don't got to like twist it. It doesn't have to be, oh, we're going to make it. The fact that what's what, what's that ass? Shane Black. The fact that Shane Black thought that the mandarin was somehow like a racist character means that like they never read a single issue of a marvel comic ever after like 1964 Mm -hmm. okay so the mandarin is a racist name and he's called that because he was this like chinese villain but they evolved him into so much more than that and the fucked up thing is you still call him the mandarin so it's like you're even like changing the racist part of the character you're keeping the one thing about the character that's truly racist and everything else, you're just leaving where it is, or you're, everything else you're changing that makes the character cool and menacing. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like the equivalent of like Doctor Doom in the Iron Man universe. Right. How Doctor Doom is to the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. Mandarin is to Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But you don't care because oh my god! So don't call him. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. But that's right. the problem with that Hercules movie. That Hercules movie made me really mad. The more I sure. thought about. Just because, like, you have the ability, you could have just told that story. Yeah, um, I will say that, uh, despite how her like horrible, like the Mandarin stuff is done in Iron Man three, at least Tony Leung got to play that role, like eventually. Um, but you know what the Shang problem Chi, there is, which I think, despite that movie, I love him in it. Like, but well, you know, fine, but he's still not the Mandarin. He's, he's not. not the- He's not the character that exists in right, right. the comic books, which is a great character. He's mm-hmm. just the foil for Shang-Chi, you know? And that that's the problem with all the Marvel movies is that they have these... The only, the only villain they've ever built, truly built to be great, was Thanos, sure. right? Like, that's your real Agreed. true villain. Yeah. With Loki being, like, a two... Like, a much lower two. Right. Because you then had to like fucking make Loki a hero. Right. 
because everyone likes Tom Hiddleston too much to right make him be a bad guy. Yeah. But so like the Mandarin is like a A tier Marvel villain, you know? Ultron is an A tier, maybe a B tier Marvel villain. Fucking the Red Skull is like an A tier Marvel villain and you just waste all of them in like one movie. Yeah. Because fucking Whedon or whatever doesn't know how to write a comic book movie. Doesn't understand like the appeal of the comics. This is going off the rails. Let's talk about food. All because I'm, uh, I'm mad at Hercules. Oh. Yes. Yes. I love, I love mythology. It. I, I, I love I love mythology. Like, you know how much I like mythology. And it's like I do. Like fighting like the Le- the Le- Leonian Hydra, that would be an awesome like set piece, right? Fighting like the Nemean lion, that's an awesome set piece. Like you could have these, you could have every character in that movie portrayed in a that in the fucking Hercules movie portrayed in a different way. You could still have him be at the whim of like an evil king or something. If you want to tell that story, but just make him like just make like a modern day clash of the titans without making the modern day clash of the titans that you made that was trash but i'm so glad that the rock episode made you angry even if it isn't necessarily completely related to the rock it's my own fucking fault because i should have just gone to my initial stuff and found movies about food mm. but if like too much work mm-hmm. i looked up cook on ah. tv ah. Did you get the kitchen commando? Was that the first result? On I can't remember what it was. Um, let me let me look it up real quick and tell you what happened. Because it was instantly disheartening, and I was like, I can't watch any of this shit. Right. Let me watch this movie about cannibals that I've been meaning to watch for a couple weeks. Oh, it's not about cannibals. It was literally the end of the movie when I looked over at Frankie. I was like, you know, there were no cannibals in this movie. And he was like, were you expecting that? And I said, I don't know. I think I was. <laughs> Oh. He said, "Does it matter?" I said, "Well, it kind of makes it awkward for the spin chagrin tomorrow night. It's supposed to be all cooking things. <laughs> there's not even any. There's food. Are they cooking on the trail? So that's the, what leads on the Oregon them, Trail. That's what leads them to find the woman, but they never get to cook because they get um, mm. ambushed and killed. Yeah. Um, it's all a bunch of um." Uh, real life stuff like Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. And, oh no! Is, no, is Kitchen oh, Commando on there? Fuck! I forgot. I did start to watch this movie, and I stopped because it was so bad. <laughs> oh, I pushed it out of my head. Huh. There's this movie from 2017 called Cook Off, mm. which is a mockumentary about these people who are entered into this best bakers contest. Okay. But it ultimately just becomes. About making fun of people who are Christian, kind of. Okay. But not in like a funny way, in like a really awkward and off-putting way. Mm. And it's got Melissa McCarthy, and I can't stand that either. (laughs) Um, So I like watched it for, hold on, I watched it for, let's see where I am when I resume playing. I watched it for 25 minutes and 9 seconds and said this is too fucking much, and I turned it (laughs) off. I forgot that even happened. That was on... That was like yesterday sometime. Mm. Damn. Secret secret point point three five chagrin. Right. 
you almost like got like a, another a fourth movie in there. What is Cooking Commandos? Oh, did you say Kitchen Commandos? Yeah, Kitchen Commando. Well, I'd have to search for kitchen. I searched for cook. Oh, well, I didn't know. I mean, t- I I wasn't cook, getting that. Kitchen? I wasn't getting that creative with it, buddy. I mean, <clears throat> I thought it just might show up. They were pushing Kitchen Commando forever. It's like a reality series. It is. With, I see it. Yeah. Is that okay. the guy that used to cook for um, Obama? I don't know. Chef Andre Rush. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. He is was, it? He used to be the White House chef. Yeah. Okay. I've okay. actually watched, I've watched this dude cook before. He's a pretty good cook. Yeah. Let's go ahead and spin this wheel, see what you get. Bust a deal. category for next week is my name is judge category for next <sighs> week is my name is judge do you uh, want to explain that joke um i gotta write this down i'm not gonna remember it. <laughs> uh just a, just an arrested development joke involving um judge reinhold playing a, a judge uh, a judge on a reality tv like courtroom show and the advertising for it that was like you would open up magazines and they had like audio things that would play where you would open up the magazine and the ad would say my name is judge <clears throat> um which then job bluth uses to <laughs> uh with his puppet franklin um to to make the puppet talk um at some point judge isn't even this man's real name judge reinhold yeah it's not even his middle name oh that's the path you're going yeah i had no idea i i had no idea oh hey local connection he was born in wilmington delaware yeah Married Damien yeah, Miller, whoever the fuck that is. Say, um, so it was um, is she Wilmington? Aubrey Plaza was Delaware uh, too, yeah. right? So is Ryan Philippe. Yes, yes. Um, and so is uh, George Thorogood. That's true. The Delaware Destroyers. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. My mom worked with George Thorogood's sister. At a call center as a second job in the late nineties, <clears throat> she was super Christian and didn't really like to talk about her brother that much. Because he was bad to the bone. <laughs> Maybe. Buy it. You know they're. Oh my god. Holy shit! If you're going the Judge Reinhold route, which I I didn't mean for you too but if you're on that route there's so much there's so much probably i think i found <laughs> i think i found what it has to be did he do something bad at some point because he is in some terrible movies i mean i just think the shtick ended kind of like whatever that was like i don't know what you i don't know what you mean 
like did he do something bad like personally you mean to like get put in bad movies yeah, I, just he think, like, I think his shtick just got old like he didn't is have he a like shtick. a republican or something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's seasoned he's in some shit yeah yeah no i just think it got to a point where it's like he was rosewood and he was never going to not be rosewood and well he's going to be in an, he's going to be rosewood again i'm sure he'll always be rosewood as long as he can get it all right so um this is what i should have oh my god this opportunity yeah butcher's bake-off colon hell's kitchen apostrophe bunker of blood colon chapter eight fantastic that's got the ginger dead man in it Mm. that's that sounds good I know. I really, I really, I really fucked up. <laughs> Whatever. I actually really enjoyed listening to Skyscraper. I actually wish you would have just kept continuing because um, I've never seen that movie. So, well, now you don't have to. Of course, you are like obsessed with fucking Dwayne Johnson. So, we don't need to talk about that. Let's talk about breakfast uh, restaurants and fast food. Um, that's what uh, we're cooking this week. Yeah. So, I was really surprised when I used chat GPT to like uh, plan out food chat like I normally do and how little national chains for breakfast food there are. I would have assumed there was more and it really is just when it comes down to it. IHOP, Denny's and Waffle House. First watch. Is there one around here? Yeah, there's one in Christiana. Really? Uh I'm pretty sure. There's one down in Newport News too, which I was. I saw. I saw that, and and I ignored it because I, I I didn't know there was one around here. So yeah, it's um, it's in one of the places by the old Toys R Us because it's on Jeffrey Drive. Mm, Okay. I don't know where it took over. Maybe Fuddruckers or something, or maybe it's in that other plaza with that's the right the fake falafel place. Right. Yeah. I don't know anything about that though. Like I've never been. Yeah, to Denny, Denny's and IHOP are all we really have around here, and IHOP is too yeah. far for me. And Waffle House. Like, well, I, I guess that's true. I I keep forgetting because the Waffle House in Northeast got closed down. Oh, did it? Actually, it got demolished. Know. It doesn't exist anymore. They're <laughs> just like fuck this entire entire structure. They're they're building a Starbucks <laughs> and a Chipotle on its bones. Mm. Okay, let's not get off track. I was going to say something about Chipotle. Um. But fine, that's fine. Um, I didn't know that the Waffle House is gone. That's that's fine. That's a shame. So got the one in Elkton. So yeah. Um, so let's quickly just like do away with those real quick. Um, what do you think about IHOP, Denny's, Waffle House? Like, I have very little experience in my life with IHOP. Okay. Same. Um, Same. I I feel like IHOP is a place that I would really enjoy, but it's always been generally too far away for me to mm-hmm. care to go to because we have the one in Aberdeen, and I don't ever want to go to Aberdeen for anything. <laughs> and then there's the one that's um up by the farmers market, yeah, up by in the, Delaware, the farmers market, and that's yeah. a little too far. Yeah, uh, for me to drive just for breakfast. Yeah. Um, I have there's a group of people that work at um at my work some of my employees who routinely go to IHOP because they all live in Harford County 
Okay. Um, and they'll meet at IHOP for breakfast on their days off, so mm. they speak highly of it. Yeah. Um, I've always found Denny's to just be when you're drunk or you're really, really tired, like Denny's is amazing. Yes. And everything sounds really good. And uh-huh. sometimes it can even taste really good. Mm-hmm. When you're sober and you just want breakfast, Denny's is super bad. Right. Like there's really nothing good about Denny's in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything feels like manufactured at Denny's. Yeah. Like even if you can, you know that they're cooking your food. It doesn't feel like they're actually cooking anything. It feels like it's like all like microwaved or whatever. Like the eggs are never exactly right. The pancakes are never exactly right. Yeah, it's just it's it's almost like you can taste that like uh that that plastic that um like goes over the great starts breakfast a little bit. Mm. Like with the eggs. I'm I'm assuming and the sausage. That, I'm assuming they yeah. do a lot of like like pre mise place like they have everything like almost like pre-cooked or pre-assembled in some ways what was that term mise place okay means i think everything in its place or something he's okay. will correct me i'm sure yeah. okay um it's the the idea of like preparing things like chopping your onions or dicing your tomatoes and it's like prepared so when you're cooking the chef doesn't have to cut an onion he can just take the appropriate amount of diced onion and put it in the pan does that make sense? It, it, it does, and, and it definitely makes sense with Denny's because, like, they need that prepared for the guy because he he's coming from the live in workout and needs to, like, you know, like, right? You know, <laughs> he, he, I mean, seriously, to, he, like, he can't he can't be showing up at three to like prepare that shit or anything. Yeah, you know? he's just he's got <clears throat> he seriously probably has his eggs in a squeeze tube, mm-hmm. and they're already like pre like mixed with like milk and water to like stretch right. them out a little bit, and he's just squirting them into a pan. Yeah um it makes i mean uh real like every restaurant has like people that do that like real restaurants um i just don't think that denny's like tastes very good most of the time mm-hmm. um i'm always make the moons over my hammy joke because i just think it's a really funny name but it's yeah. not even that good like no um waffle house waffle house is like even more egregious denny's like you got to be like super drunk to really appreciate a Waffle House. And Waffle House is amazing, like, when you're blackout drunk. Right. Um, You get, you right. know, you get two um, two chocolate chip waffles. You get a ham steak, a couple pieces of fucking, like, sausage patty. And then you get covered, smothered, scattered. And it's two forty nine. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, yeah, $6. All right. And then the next morning, like you're vomiting and you have no idea like <laughs> where any of this stuff came from. And, right. Or you're like on the toilet with like the La Brea tar shits for Ugh. like forty five minutes, like creating a whole new world. Don't miss that. Ass. Yeah. But, yeah. Don't um so I'm not like a big fan of any of those chains in terms yeah. of where I would get breakfast. I'm having I only have a small amount of experience with first watch when I was down at in Newport news for work um, and it was fine, but I thought it was overpriced and not like, yeah, super great. Um, I think that you can always find a local diner mm-hmm. that's going to do a breakfast far better than any chain. Sure. Ever do a breakfast. 
Yeah, JoJo's breakfast is better than Denny's or um, Waffle House or anything like that could be around here. Like, even though I'm not the biggest fan of that place, it's the breakfast food's much better prepared, like, overall. We have um we have a few restaurants here in the northeast area that are all um good good to great for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we have uh the Northeast Family Restaurant, which does more of like a southern style breakfast, um, which is not as good as like if you're down in like Virginia or the Carolinas to get a southern style breakfast, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Their sausage gravy and biscuits, I think, is probably my favorite thing with their I get that, and then I get they give you um home fries, and I get them with um onions and jalapenos diced in them, and it's it's pretty delicious. Um, we have um a place called the Chesapeake Bay Coffee Company, uh, which is uh just a local like boutique coffee place, but they do um breakfast sandwiches and uh, donuts, fresh made mm-hmm. donuts, um. And they're all they're they're really good, like consistently. Mm-hmm. There's a restaurant called Stackers down in Northeast, um, that's super expensive, but has the best omelets anywhere around here. Mm. Like they do a vegetarian omelet that's one of the most delicious omelets I've ever ever had in my life. Okay. Um, but the best place for breakfast in this area is a restaurant called the Nottingham Inn, which is just over the line in PA, Nottingham, Pennsylvania. Um, if you're from this area, it's where the Hearst factory is. It's actually right across the street from the Hearst factory. Um, their breakfast is amazing. Like all of their food is perfectly prepared. Um, they have basically all the standards, but they do some other things like blueberry pancakes and crepes and some other stuff. That's just like a little bit outside of like your normal, like breakfast foods, but are still, sure. um, still delicious. Uh, hard to get a seat sometimes because it's really popular, but it's uh it's it's really good yeah. place to eat breakfast. Oh, you know what we forgot about Cracker Barrel is the other um oh yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah because I don't because it's, it's right sure because it does breakfast and lunch and dinner but um yeah yeah I I used to love Cracker Barrel for breakfast but it's really gone downhill I think in the past at least our Cracker Barrel in the past like ten years yeah last time I ate there was a long time ago I mean it's probably been ten years but um it wasn't as good as I remember it being. When I was younger, like, and would eat it one, like when it first came here, when I was down in Virginia and yeah. would have Cracker Barrel. Um, so anyway, so, uh, Pier One in Northeast also, like, um, as a diner, like their breakfast food's fine. Mm. As a diner for breakfast. I kind of feel like they've gone downhill to the point where I don't enjoy their breakfast at all anymore. Really? Yeah. I used to really enjoy Pier one, I forgot about mm-hmm. Pier one because we we get it from work once in a while, mm-hmm. but um, I just you... don't find it to be enjoyable for breakfast. Yeah, it's oh, it's, okay. it's not good anymore. Like mm-hmm. their portions have shrunk That's by like half. Yeah, um, their preparation is not as good anymore. That's a shame. Um, I just I have not been there for breakfast and since before the pandemic. So, um, but. It used to be good. Um, it was. It's true. Yeah. They actually they had my favorite home fries. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I always i I think the way that they made their home fries was, I believe they took um, baked potatoes like from the day before, 
mm-hmm. and diced them and fried them in bacon grease because there was definitely like a crispiness to the um the skin that I don't think came from like the frying, but they had like a really good um really good flavor to them. Yeah. All right, let's move to the, something that people probably like understand or like know about a little bit more. Um, where do you go, like primarily, like or have people bring you uh, in terms of like fast food breakfast? I think my favorite fast food breakfast is probably Wendy's. Okay. Um, what do you like there? What what you should? The breakfast baconator is one of the most decadent. That like, it delicious. looks decadent. Yeah. It's like you can only eat it like once a month. Um, and after you eat it, you don't have to have uh, lunch like later on. You know what's um, crazy though? Can you guess the amount of calories is in it? Because 500. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, a cl- it's 710, um, which is, I still was surprised. I thought it would like looking at it, I thought it would be like over a thousand. Um, but. I was actually really surprised that it was only 710, which isn't, like, the worst. Like, I mean, it's basically, like, having, like, a burger for, like, um, but, yeah, can you, can you describe this? Like, do you know, like, what's in the fucking Baconator? We have it in front of you, so you tell me if I'm right. Uh-huh. Um, it is a fried egg. Yes. Bacon. Yes. Sausage, cheese. Yep. On their boutique roll, which I'm not sure. It's not a pretzel roll, but it's like a brown roll. Mm-hmm. Like a buttered roll, I guess, is what they, they call it. They don't talk about the roll, but yeah. Um, And then it's got a... They call it breakfast sauce, but I'm not sure what the breakfast sauce is. Sesame buns are toasted in common toasters, so... But there's no sesame seeds on it. That doesn't make sense. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Well, you can get a seedless sesame bun. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's it. It's, it's bacon sausage egg... Fr- bacon sausage fried egg cheese breakfast sauce right yeah on a bun right and then more bacon and then it's all covered in a swiss cheese sauce yeah that's it the breakfast sauce it's 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 delicious um it sounds yes decadent but it sounds amazing um and i was really surprised reading all that like and looking at it like that it was not that much over so it tastes better than it sounds to describe. It is. Hmm. I don't know how Wendy's makes their fried egg. But their fried egg is like. It's 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 just I don't know. It's it's so like soft and tasty mm-hmm. and everything when you bite together like. It's like sometimes fast food burgers and stuff are too much like one bite is too much to fit in your mouth and like you can't get everything so you're not getting like the entire effect of like right. this sandwich but for s- somehow with the way they layer the baconator when you bite it like it's perfect and like you get every single taste together at once and it's mm. just mm. it's it's a really great effect mm. um there's some other things that Wendy's does that are really good too all right um they have a they have a chicken biscuit, I think. Maybe it's is a it biscuit. the honey? Is it the honey butter chicken biscuit? Yeah, biscuit? that thing, honey butter yeah. chicken biscuit. That mm-hmm. thing's delicious. It looks good. Yeah, they have a um, 
a maple sausage sandwich. It's like a making maple bacon chicken croissant. Oh yeah, that thing. That thing's really good. Yeah. Um, I got it, man. I'm 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 on it. All of it. But here's but here's the thing about Wendy's. The unsung hero of the Wendy's breakfast mm. is Wendy's doesn't do hash browns or hash rounds. Mm-hmm. They do thick cut potato wedges that are seasoned. So you get these like they're almost they're not really French fries. They're just like you know potato crescents, basically. Okay. I see um, okay. And they're they're baked, and they have a nice crust to them. But then they have this like slightly spicy sauce that they or not sauce, but um seasoning blend they put on top of it. It's just like cracked sea salt and like maybe some kind of like red pepper, black like pepper. A, yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't know. They're just they're really good, and it's like perfect with the mm. um the bacon eater, okay. and their coffee is actually really good too. Like it's mm. surprisingly like delicious. For um, you are um, you are anticipating so many Chat GPT questions, sir. Uh, what? Yeah, I, so I, is I, that I, is that is that the best coffee? Fast food coffee? Well. No, because I think I mean I consider Dunkin' Donuts to be fast food. And Dunkin' Donuts oh, is as the okay right. to me by far the best. Um, there's a lot of people that love Starbucks. I find Starbucks Ugh. to be awful. Um, I hate it. Starbucks for me is hit or miss because I think sometimes you can get like you can get the right preparation of Starbucks and it's actually pretty good. Um, I usually get an Americano, um, with almond milk. And that's pretty delicious. Mm. Although now, it's too, I find it hard. That, their coffee's too acidic for me. I just can't it is really it. acidic. Mm-hmm. I find it really hard to get um americanos over here because like I've been spoiled by the the Thai americano, mm. um which has honey and lemon in it, and mm. like it's hard to explain like what the difference is there, but it's it's just so fucking good. Um, but Dunkin' for just like a cup of coffee is absolutely my favorite cup of right. coffee. Gotcha. From a chain. Because I always actually kind of liked, um, in, in a weird way, McDonald's coffee. So I've never had Wendy's coffee before, but <clears throat> I wouldn't drink McDonald's coffee all the time. But it's like a change of pace type thing. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. Um, so they have. All right. So I want to transition since I'm looking at this. You, you were talking. You said the maple bacon chicken croissant yeah, is good, the and they also so have a bacon egg and Swiss, and they have a sausage egg and Swiss. Um, and they all look really good. But I was surprised looking at Burger King before we got on the podcast is pulling stuff up because you have to understand. I don't know any of this stuff anymore. Like I know McDonald's because. I used to get McDonald's breakfast like all the time um, at one point, but I don't like see any of the stuff anymore. I'm usually not out early enough. And so I don't know like what exists. So Burger King is just all in on the croissant, mm-hmm. same like sandwich, like breakfast sandwich. But that's been Burger King for 30 years now. Really? Yeah. They've always I guess been I that just way. never did. Did, did the, our Burger King in Elkton? serve breakfast i don't remember that yeah i've gotten breakfast there before but you probably would never have gone to that burger you probably never would have gone to burger king for breakfast 
Right. Because you could have stopped at McDonald's beforehand, and why would you? Well, go first of all, our Burger King, where we live, is the most inconveniently located. Like, it's that they have the worst corner. I think it's pretty bad. Um, but so they have a turkey ham with egg, a chicken sausage with egg, a turkey bacon with egg, a chicken sausage, a mushroom Swiss with egg, and a just a chicken, and they're all sandwiches they don't have just the regular sausage just just a sausage sausage cheese for sandwich sausage nah. it's funny you call it a croissant which uh, what how is it pronounced i don't know oh hold on I, I missed sorry i missed their hamtastic feature which is the turkey ham croissant which I don't know when I haven't gotten Burger King breakfast in many years at this point. Yeah, I used to get it. I can't remember where I would go where Burger King was the most convenient breakfast. Oh, it was when I worked at the movie theater because Burger King was right there. Mm. Um, So sometimes if we didn't feel like waiting in the long ass line for Duncan, we would just go to Burger King. Um, But I would get a sausage and cheese for sandwich, no egg um, with the hash rounds. And uh, orange juice. Okay. How's that um, orange juice? Oh, and it's just a bottled mm, gotcha. whatever, Minimate OJ or whatever. Um, I think the Chris Sandwich is delicious, personally. Like, okay, it's... so do you think that the Wendy's is better than the Burger King? Oh, yeah, so much better. <laughs> because okay. Burger King is using... So we actually sell burger king their sausage patties so they're using a, a like the smithfield sausage patty mm-hmm. um and it's good i mean it's just a good like breakfast sausage patty but wendy's like takes so much more care in the preparation like across the board of like how they make their breakfast that it's just it's so okay. much better so you're really digging this wendy's breakfast it's it's surprisingly I need, I need to, good. so i need i gotta do this then like i gotta try the wendy's breakfast you should go get it sometime okay all right it's it, it it shocked the shit out of me how good Wendy's breakfast was. So have you tried other things at Wendy's? Like they, I see they have like a sausage gravy and biscuit. Have you tried like a sausage gravy? I have not. No. Mm. I usually I've gotten the breakfast baconator, and I've gotten both of the 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 honey biscuit and the right. other one, the croissant. Yeah. Okay. Um, we don't get it very often because here's the thing: is that it's super expensive. Like you're gonna spend if if you get Wendy's breakfast for three people, you're spending like probably like upwards of thirty dollars because the the meals are like ten dollars each or something like that. If mm. you get a coffee and the home fries, right? So it's not cheap. Um, so, so here's what I find interesting is so it's expensive then. I would say it's more. It's much more expensive than McDonald's. Okay, I was actually kind of surprised when I saw some prices um like with some of these things like on different sites because some things give you prices and some don't right so i was looking at taco bell do you know anything about taco bell breakfast i will never eat breakfast from taco bell no why not what's it just it feels wrong yeah yeah because so here's the thing is most restaurants serve some sort of like like mcdonald's has a breakfast burrito it's fine like what Mm -hmm. do i need to go to taco bell for i can have it in a third of the time and what am i it's not going to be any different (laughs) Um, sure, sure. Uh, I'll say this, just looking at websites, Taco Bell's 
the people that take the pictures for the Taco Bell stuff are really good. Hmm, probably they're really good at everything. Um, that that's actually because these look so much better than like almost any other websites like pictures to me. That is the greatest sin of Taco Bell. Honestly, is it looks really good. The fact that every picture of a Taco Bell food, like you watch, so right. we, we we watch Tubi a lot. You right. and I, yeah. Um, and Tubi, Tubi and Peacock both, because on Peacock, you get the commercials as well. We'll always show Taco Bell commercials. So right now they have these um, rolled chicken tacos. Have you seen those? Yes. It's like a it's like a taquito basically that you would get mm-hmm. from Seven Eleven, right? Looks amazing. Like you watch the people on that commercial eat it, and you're like, "Oh my god, that food!" Like it's shredded chicken in this crunchy like fried mm-hmm. taco shell with like a dipping sauce. Guarantee that 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 shit. Like it's just <laughs> terrible. I'm, I I would hundred percent right. guarantee. Right. It's probably soggy and tastes like it's fried in grease and right. You know, like. I got the um they have the the dipping taco. Have you seen that? The spicy dipping taco they call it? I don't know if I've seen that one. Maybe. It's 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 a taco that's filled with shredded chicken meat and like a cheese sauce. Okay. And then it comes with like a cheese sauce that you can dip the thing in and it looks mm. it looks amazing in the commercial. Mm-hmm. So disappointing. Like in real life. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not good. Sure. But I mean they like they have um crunch wraps for breakfast and they look fucking amazing. I bet. I bet they do. I bet they don't look amazing when you they got, got this it like breakfast crunch wrap bacon that is like egg, bacon, cheese, like with a hash brown stuffed inside of a crunch wrap. And the shit looks like the shit looks phenomenal. Yeah. Um Look, I bet it does, and I bet I, I bet somewhere there's a Taco Bell that takes pride in what they do, mm-hmm. and is really trying to like fulfill the promise of of those pictures. Right. It doesn't happen in real life, and it definitely doesn't happen at our Taco Bell. <laughs> right. So they have um they have burritos, right? So they have like a cheesy toasted like you know bacon burrito. It's like egg cheese bacon, and they got the sauces version, and they got the potato version. Um, then they got a burrito version too. Um, so um, or sorry, burrito steak version. Um, I was surprised by the price on these things. And I so I don't know how big they are. Have you ever had like a breakfast burrito? From, never. Never. Nope. Okay. So it's $1.69. Oh, that's pretty cheap. It's really cheap. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like Taco half the price cheaper, of cheaper, right? But it's like it's always been cheaper than a lot of things. But it's like it's really cheap. I can't imagine. Like how big is like like I mean, Taco Bell burritos are not that expensive, and they're pretty big, right? And if if there's not, it depends on what they put on it. Like if you get like beef, it's expensive, but or like steak. I mean, not beef. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I'd imagine it's probably the normal size of a normal taco or a this, normal burrito. They got this breakfast California crunch wrap. It is a bacon, egg, hash brown, cheese, guacamole, and tomatoes in a crunch wrap. 
That sounds pretty good. It does. Uh, no, actually, I don't think that sounds good. <laughs> oh. The guacamole and the tomatoes are inside the crunch wrap. Yeah. Which means that the guacamole and the tomatoes have been exposed to the heat of cooking the crunch wrap. I don't know. Because they got to put it in their crunch wrap toaster, right? I mean, we need to probably. I don't know. We need to find somebody that works at Taco Bell and ask them. Well, um, good luck. All right. So let's go to uh, any other thing before we get to like the the kind of king of fast food breakfast. Um, any other places like uh like Wawa? Wawa has some good. I'm not a fan. Nope. No, don't like it. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't think you like anything Wawa. That's my I don't, that's my I don't random think, claim. I don't think Wawa cooks their eggs right. Mm. What about Dunkin' breakfast sandwiches? Oh yeah, they're amazing. They're super delicious. Actually, my favorite thing from Dunkin' is a English muffin with sausage and cheese. Hmm. What about uh, Subway? Drinking this delicious water. Mm. Never had Subway breakfast. Never had, you... Remember, I just started eating Subway regular. I got it. I got it. I got it. Got it easy in. Steps. Um. Whatever. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to. I think don't. Yeah, let's not talk about that. I, that's a different category. Um, donuts. Donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast. Breakfast pastries are different than. Just yeah, breakfast. yeah. 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 Um, so okay. Have you ever done anything from Starbucks? Um, I'm actually usually disappointed with Starbucks for mm-hmm. volume to cost. Okay. Like Starbucks is going to charge you eight or nine dollars for a uh, pastry. Mm-hmm. Number one, most of Starbucks stuff is is pastries and whatnot. Um, okay. It says they have breakfast sandwiches. They do, but they're small and they're mm-hmm. really expensive. Okay. Um, and I really I wasn't impressed. Like I thought it was undercooked when I got it. Yeah. Um, I thought that the bread should have been toastier and the. Mm. Cheese should have been meltier, and uh, so I've only gotten it once. So I haven't really given it a fair shake, but I was not impressed. Yeah, well, that's Tyler's fault that works there with his philosophy degree rather than um, like probably, yeah, the well, sandwich's we'll, fault. We'll see how this new Starbucks is down here in Northeast when it opens. So, right. Um, I I I I never go into Starbucks like ever. Um, I because I can't drink their coffee. So I understand. Um, I'm t- so I think the problem is you just want to order a coffee. Yes. And I think the only thing that makes Starbucks coffee palatable is understanding how to put 17 different things in it to alter the <laughs> to, taste. To, to make it a drinkable? Right. To make it a drinkable beverage. <laughs> right. All right. So here, here's what I was thinking about McDonald's breakfast. I was trying to think of something like how I feel about Because I love McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about this earlier when I was because I'm I'm back to talking to my mother for the fall, like on Mondays before we do the podcast. Um, her two contributions to this is she was like, we used to go to IHOP all the time when I claimed that we'd only been to I I'd only been to IHOP twice in my entire life and um, never with her as a child. She's like, we used to go all the time. And I was like, that is not true. I've been there twice and both times I think we're with Bledsoe. Um, up we on went 13. to IHOP. Yeah, we we went to IHOP on thirteen once. Me, right. you, Bledsoe, Aaron, maybe. Right, something like that. Yeah, like maybe somebody else. I can't remember. There was like five so, or six of us. Right. So, 
It's actually also only one of the only times I've been to IHOP. So. Right. And like and like my mom was like adamant. And I was like, this is this, you're wrong. This has never happened. So that that's like her like one of two contributions. The other contribution um was me trying to find out like how often we went to McDonald's for breakfast. Because one of the things the last time, like like maybe a little over a year ago, I stopped at McDonald's because I was out early. And um, got a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Do, is it just the age, like us aging? Why do they always feel so small now? Um, is it just age, or no, do they it's, decrease it's, the size? They're roughly the same size they've always been. Yeah, it's just us getting older. And yeah, because like my hands getting meatier, and everything is meant to fit in your hand. That's okay. like the purpose of the McDonald's sandwich is that you can hold it with one hand like while you're driving or whatever and eat it. Right. It's all meant to be like kind of self-contained. Okay. Um, the only one that was ever any like the only thing that I think has shrunk, and I don't get it enough to really like know, is um the bagel sandwiches. I they don't even I, they, it looks like they don't even exist anymore. They do. Do they? Yeah. They are not listed on their website. They're on DoorDash. Hmm. I don't know. There maybe it's like a franchise choice, right? Um, I know that the McDonald's in Northeast, which is where we get breakfast from, they definitely still has them. them. Okay. I used to love those things. Yeah, yeah. They do the um because they have their breakfast sauces too. So they do the um steak, egg, and cheese. Uh, mm-hmm. which is like everybody's favorite. Yeah, with um with breakfast yep. sauce. That's what yep. they all get at work. I don't I don't know the, of this breakfast sauce thing. This wasn't a thing 20 years ago when I was always getting the bagels. It's a <laughs> I don't know what's in it. My guess is it's something like a mayonnaise based. Oh, look at that. Like sauce, it's maybe mixed with cheese. Maybe like a bechamel or something. Let's see. I don't know. Mayonnaise, yellow mustard, steak sauce, dried dill weed, lemon juice, salt and pepper. Everyone swears by that sauce. I don't know. I don't ever okay. get the bagel. Right. I'll have to try it. Right. I find McDonald's bagels to be too hard. Like they they overcook them to me. That can happen. Yeah. Bagels in general, I I have a hard time with anymore. It's a lot of chewing. It is a lot of chewing. A lot of chewing for a bagel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they can be tired thinking about all that chewing. Right. Exactly. Like makes my gums hurt. Yeah. With all that chewing. What are your favorite things to get at McDonald's? So I get one thing at McDonald's and one <laughs> thing ever, and okay. I never get anything else. Okay. What do you get? I get a sausage cheese on a biscuit, and that's it. I never get anything with egg. I never get anything with ham. No, you know what? I'm a liar. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, once, I'm... once or twice. So we used to get McDonald's breakfast all the time at work. Um, and I would get breakfast burritos once in a while then, because I actually really do like McDonald's breakfast burritos and maybe once a year, I will get a, um, spicy chicken McGriddle breakfast sandwich. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you about the McGriddles because I think that's really delicious, but the McGriddle is way too, like, it basically puts me into a coma if I just eat it regularly. Like I can't have like a sausage, egg and cheese McGriddle cause I'll die. 
like my diabetes i'll get like mega diabetes <laughs> like in like one bite and then that'll be that right. um i love their biscuits i think they have a really good biscuit recipe yes and i yeah. like their sausage and a sausage cheese yep. on a biscuit is like the perfect blend of crunch and taste and so it's just sausage cheese like i'm looking for this like here like Again, this is not not listed on their primary website. Yeah, you got to order. It. You got to order it special. Oh, it's special. Okay, you're ordering off the menu again. All right, because it's it's a sausage egg and cheese on a biscuit. Right, the... you're just getting without the egg. Right, because you don't like the egg. There's some processed eggs that make me really sick. Like they really mm. like upset my stomach, and I don't okay. know if there's something in the way they're cooked, or maybe there's an additive that keeps okay. them like that yellow color. But, mm -hmm. you know, I have weird allergies anyway, sure. and it's just one of those things that I have a weird allergy to, where if I eat a McDonald's, if I eat McDonald's egg, it will make me throw up. Okay. All right. Pretty, pretty routinely. So I, I have two questions. McGriddles are after the time that I was frequently McDonald's all the time for breakfast because I worked overnight and was going there the next morning. What's the are you a fan of? The, I mean, I, I know you said that, like, you know, you can't really do it, but like, much any, but it's like the McGriddle. Are you a fan of it? Like, is it good? Yeah, it's it's pretty. Delicious. I never had one, never had one. That's a crazy clean. You should get a McGriddle sometime. I'm gonna have to, yeah. What really what you need to do because you don't, I have to get up. You don't like cheese. Well, they're they do breakfast I'm... till 10. You've got plenty of time. Um, come on. What you should do is you should get the spicy McGriddle, spicy chicken McGriddle, because it's one that you don't like the cheese is actually unnecessary on it. So you don't have to worry about the cheese. Okay. And you'll get the effect of like, I mean, look, it's completely unhealthy. And again, like it's, it's super like indulgent. Like I seriously, if I'm going to get a McGriddle, it's going to have to be where I have nothing else to do on like a Saturday. And I decide to get McDonald's for breakfast. Because I'm probably going to go have to go back to sleep after I Is eat. Is it just because of the carbs? I mean, like... It's the sweetness, too. It's the sweetness? Okay. So, imagine, like, a McDonald's... Because, I mean, like, if the fat's a little high, like, in it, but, like, the calories aren't terrible. Like, I mean... um, So, I think McDonald's hotcakes and sausage breakfast, okay. super underrated breakfast. Right. Agreed. When I worked at the movie theater, I used to get the hotcakes and sausage with an extra sausage... Extra sausage patty every time mm -hmm. um, for breakfast. This is like, whatever, 25 years ago or whatever. Right. Oh, sorry. That water, I drank it too fast. I got the hiccups. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I got to get rid of them. Yeah, do it. All right, it's gone. Um, <laughs> just so you understand, what I witnessed in all of this was Frank just staying completely still with his hand held up like he's taking like a, like uh like the like an uh what is that called like uh the oath like when he's um like being sworn in as president or like uh going to testify I'm taking the oath to get rid of my hiccups <laughs> and I always hold true to my oath <laughs> Do you want you know what I'm doing right No I don't So because when I was in school like I I was in chorus for a lot of my life and I like, I know how to sing. Mm -hmm. I control my diaphragm and I flex and release my diaphragm. Like I tighten and release, tighten and release. Nasty. Okay. And yeah. 
by doing that, mm-hmm. like I stop it from like because that's what's happening is your diaphragm's like jumping, which causes mm-hmm. hiccups. Mm-hmm. So I just stop it from jumping, and I have enough control over it where I can just pretty much do it instantaneously. Gotcha. It's one of the things that I think infuriates our friend Mike Bledsoe the most. Is because because that is that's more effective than the the hyperventilating technique. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's more it's more effective than any technique because it's legitimately <laughs> the only one that actually addresses the thing that's causing you to have hiccups. Mm. Okay. But not, but it's difficult to learn how to. I mean, I don't know. I mean, so many people know how to do it because you have to if you learn how to sing. But sure, it's just one of those things. All right, McMuffins. How you feel, about McMuffins? They're fine. Yeah, most people swear by the McMuffin. That's like I love, the, I I love a McMuffin occasionally, but I like when, the biscuits more. The biscuits are really good. When we order breakfast, so every once in a while, like usually once a week, we'll get everyone will get breakfast in the office. Um, and it's, it's majority egg, egg, um, ham, egg and cheese McMuffins. People love that Canadian or no bacon, egg and cheese McMuffins. Sorry. They all love the bacon. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's okay. That's most people's jams. Interesting. See, I like, if I'm getting a McMuffin, it's a sausage, egg and cheese McMuffin. That's what I, um, Go for it. Bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit was always my go-to. Yeah, as a child, like for most of my life, like always. So because I only because I'm so predictable, like I don't even get to pick my food most of the time anymore. <laughs> so I don't even know if I would try something mm-hmm. other times, but I would just you know I just get the the sausage and cheese on a biscuit. Gotcha. The other thing that's really good about the sausage and cheese on a biscuit, and here's like a secret McDonald's hack. Mm-hmm. You should always order something different than the normal preparation at McDonald's because it means that they have to make it fresh. <laughs> like they can't gotcha. just they can't just pull a sandwich off the rack that's been sitting there. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just get something with the standard preparation, you're most likely getting something that's been there for twenty to thirty minutes, like waiting um, for someone to buy it. Whereas, like for me, I always get a fresh biscuit, fresh sausage like hot melted cheese because they have to make it fresh because they don't just make sausage sausage and cheese biscuits. Gotcha. Okay. I do the same thing whenever, like the rare times that I order McDonald's fast food. I'll always change like a couple things on it so that they have to make it fresh for me. So that's, that is, that's quite a hack, man. Like, um, I, like it makes perfect sense. I, I don't think I could ever. Like I'm, I'm such a pansy. Like when it comes to like, um, like changing things on people, like that, I try not to do it. That's why, like, I with cheese stuff a lot of times. Like, I don't even. I just find stuff that doesn't have cheese. Like, yeah, I don't want to. Like, do you ever, um, do you ever read the "Am I the Asshole" subreddit? No, sure. There was a um, "Am I the Asshole" the other day where mm-hmm. a man. Um, his wife is really into country music and okay. for her birthday, he decided he was going to buy her a really nice like fedora because she had, they'd been watching Yellowstone and she <laughs> had been admiring these fedoras. And so he spent like $700 on this custom fedora. And part of the price of it was that it was a fitting. So it like fit your head perfectly. Mm-hmm. So they went to the place and she put it on and they were like, you know, does it fit? 
so we can adjust it. She's like, oh, no, it's fine the way it is. It's fine. Like, it's it's good. And they're like, are you sure? Because, like, you know, part of the purchase is us adjusting. And, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then the first time, like, they they went out on, like, a boat and she was wearing it and it blew off her head and, like, went in the water and was gone forever mm. because it was not fit to her head. Mm-hmm. And when he asked her, like, because he was mad and she was like, well, really, it didn't fit when I was in the store, but I just didn't want to cause him any trouble. Mm. So... I just said that it fit right so get out of there. So that's what you cause is more trouble for everyone. Oh, um, and stop. Lose... So, uh, I, I, I take your point, but like, let's finish this. Who's posting this? Is it her or him? Him. And what's the, oh, so what's his complaint? He was angry at her because, or... oh, because, because she said, well, can you go buy me another one? And he said, uh... no. Like the whole point was for you because it was a birthday present and she was right. disappointed and she wanted another one. Right. And he got angry and said, I'm not going to spend 700 more dollars to buy you right. a hat when you had ample opportunity to like, right. You know, take care of the one that I got you originally. Right. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I think that's a bad analogy. I, I, although I appreciate the story um, in that, like, I'm just, I'm not like changing anything like like I mean like I like I'm not like ruining my life by this I'm just choosing something that is like <laughs> already on the menu that doesn't have the thing that bothers me particularly um so I, the, the analogy is not perfect but talking about that I don't read that as much as Brandy does one of the things we do often in the mornings and stuff like that is she's more am I the asshole I'm more r slash relationships and relationship advice mm. um because that's what like um makes me laugh more or or makes me like angry or frustrated like depending um i'm I have not done the research on this yet. It probably exists um to some degree, but it's like I think there's room for a podcast of nothing but using reddit content for the content of a podcast i'm convinced of like am i the asshole r slash relationship like using different subreddits and taking like the best post in some ways best 30 minutes that like almost should have been like the the thing in hindsight to me now is like everybody finds the post they want to bring to the table um and i think there's room for that somewhere Um, we run out of food chat we can just do that (laughs) awesome cool yes i agree um now we don't i mean i now we don't have to have that conversation in december (laughs) i read i read so much fucking reddit like Uh, right i could I, i could do six segments worth Fantastic. I'm loving it. Um, bum, 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 bum. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm clear. anyway, so back to McDonald's breakfast. Um, I know I was giving you, I, I, I think the best thing about McDonald's breakfast and otherwise is unless you find a really bad McDonald's, like a really poorly right. run McDonald's, you are generally going to have the same experience at every McDonald's you go to. And I think that's one of the few fast food places where that's absolutely the truth 
when it comes to especially their breakfast because it's just always the same thing Mm -hmm. like no one is like you know making a sausage patty out of ground sausage Mm -hmm. there's a box that's got like a hundred sausage patties in it and they're just flipping them shits down into the little warmer to get them like unthawed and cooked for you so it's always the same consistency you know outliers out of the out of the equation um yeah i don't know and it's never going to be anything like your mind is not going to be blown eating at mcdonald's you're not gonna be like oh my god this is so amazing but you're generally gonna say you know like this is fine like this was good i'm full you know the coffee's fine the hash brown is fine Uh, here's the secret hack too okay you can usually get one or two um cups of of dipping sauce from mcdonald's mm-hmm. if you ask for them for free okay and a hash brown and sweet and sour sauce is an amazing combination mm. okay like you should never dip a hash brown in ketchup you should always get sweet and sour sauce if you're getting a hash brown mm. and dip the hash brown on that instead and you will you will thank me for it okay nice any other fast food breakfasts that you want to like uh, de- denigrate or uh, praise? I know I'm missing some. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, we talked. Does about... Arby's have a breakfast? If so, I've never had it. I haven't. I know. No. Um. Oh well, Bojangles has a has the good Bojangles. Like, yeah. Carl's Junior Hardee's. Uh. No, I've never had White Castle has breakfast sliders and Belgian oh, waffle sliders. Don't. Oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, Chick-fil-A, <laughs> Chick-fil-A's um Yeah. Chicken uh chicken sandwiches are really good. Their mm-hmm. breakfast chicken sandwich. They also have burritos, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Whataburger is listed here. Wawa, White Castle. Oh no, I already said White Castle. Um Yeah, that's about it. I mean, there's other ones that aren't around here necessarily, but but yeah, that pretty much covers most of it. <clears throat> so anyway, like I, I actually prefer to cook my own breakfast. Like truth be told, like breakfast is one of the things that I find to be so quick to make that you can always pretty much do it better by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if I'm gonna get breakfast, I would rather get breakfast from an actual like restaurant that does breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can go to the Northeast Family Diner. Um, which again, just a local place here that, that has breakfast and I can get, you know, two biscuits with sausage gravy on top and some fresh made, you know, home fries and it's fucking delicious. You know, their coffee's good. It's just a good experience and it's maybe like $3 more than what it would cost me to get at McDonald's or whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of that. All right. So we've still never like done like breakfast, right? Like, haven't we? I, I don't know. know. Have we? I, I don't. Th- I remember. Give me the number one thing you cook for breakfast: omelets. And I think we have done omelets by regu- far. I think we have done regular breakfast, Chet. Then, um, that sounds familiar. But um, I'll figure it out. But yeah, we'll still keep donuts and pastries um, as a separate category. Yeah, I got a lot of opinions on that. <laughs> you always do. You always do, brother. 
<laughs> every, every, every food chat is like, oh, we're going to do this. I got a lot of opinions on that. It's um, true. There's not much food. There's not much of an opinion. I know. I know. Um, so to think like, what would be a thing that I wouldn't really care to talk about? I don't know. We got, we still got soups and ground beef on the schedule as well. Yeah. Now along with pastries and donuts. So, um, I, I really have a lot of opinions about soup. <laughs> right. I found a really good soup. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. 70 year old man. Like <laughs> looking, looking for your soup. I'm not looking for it. It's in the cabinet. Mm. I I legitimately Got some keep denty more. I have I always have denty more. Um, I always have a couple of Campbell's chunky varieties because mm. I think those are good. And actually, what I really like about them is that if you have leftover rice, they're always really good to mix with leftover rice. The Campbell's, yeah, because mm. they're really thin soups. Like they don't have like a lot of like they're not robust necessarily. Right. So when you mix rice with them, it thickens them up and it makes more of like a, I don't know, like a gumbo maybe or a, a, a stew kind of. And it's, it actually like it, number one, it makes them where you can eat like a can of Campbell's and it makes it an entire meal where you don't feel like you need to eat a sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. Um, You don't really need much rice, like maybe like half a cup or something is enough. Um, And it, it doesn't like dilute it too much. Like it still keeps a good taste. Right. So. Just really good. Um, yeah, I saw Denty Moore when I was in the store today, and like every single time I like go down that aisle and I see Denty Moore, I think of you now. Um, did you really read about Denty Moore one time on the podcast? Because I'm telling you that like it used to be gross when I was a kid. Right. Denty Moore was amazing, and then in the '90s, late '90s, and through the mid 2000s, Denty Moore did some quality thing where they're they just turned to shit like it wasn't any good anymore and then all of a sudden like i don't know whatever a couple like earlier this year i decided like i'm going to try some denty more and my mind was blown because it was exactly the same as i remembered it as a kid and that never happens like when you you know like you're always disappointed when you buy something that you used to love as a kid because you're just like nah right either like you in inflated its deliciousness in your mind or um whatever you know i mean there's always like something but yeah super good um oh god that's fascinating sorry i was like looking up our slash relationship when we first started talking about it like i like you know opened it up and this this is the kind of see this is the fascinating thing the title is is the guy i'm seeing 26 year old male talking to a girl on snapchat or am I 22 year old female paranoid? Like, what does that even mean? Like, like she wants to know, is he talking to this girl on Snapchat? Is this a technical question? Like, or is this a question is, is the girl that he's talking to, is he cheating with her? Like, and it's like, I just want to click on it now and find out, but I'm not going to. So she's probably saying that she can't prove that they're talking to each other because snapchat's one of those things that deletes everything Mm -hmm. but that there's enough like tertiary evidence that makes her think that she deleted the post yeah thought better of it because probably whatever it was people probably come in as like you're really paranoid and you're really a toxic person like you know to like think like anything of this or she posted it under her real screen name right and he found it 
Right. And she yes. she didn't she didn't do the throwaway account. <laughs> oh man, what are these pro tips coming? Um I'll tell you a secret. I don't believe the throwaway account thing. I think that if someone says throwaway account, mm-hmm. that they're just trying to get upvotes. <laughs> they're trying to like they're trying to get a big reaction to get like, upvotes. That is um because ninety okay. percent of that shit you read on Reddit is is fake. Yes, not real. Agreed. Agreed. I always think it's amazing Agreed. when someone posts something and it's got like two thousand upvotes, and then the uh-huh. third post down is like, "Here's a link to this when it was originally posted three years ago." <laughs> right. Makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. No. You can. I think you can tell the things that are fake from the things that aren't. Um. A lot of times. I don't believe at least. Anything, at least then, maybe least I just maybe the I relationship believe stuff. in millennials. Um. Or Z millennials or whatever. All right. Well, um, I don't know. I have no idea what we'll do next week, other than the fact that like the category is my name is Judge. Um already got the movie picked out, so all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh we'll be back next week. Deuces.